What's up everyone, it's your host Joey, coming at you with yet another episode of Double Dates and Dragons. I'm sorry for missing the game chat last week, some personal shit came up, and I also got my hands on a MIDI keyboard, so I kinda got lost in this world of music, and just trying to work on things for the podcast. Don't worry, it's not dead. I know this upload's a little late, and I've just been dealing with, again, kid issues. They've been throwing up all morning, so that's been great and lovely. Anyways, so this episode of Double Dates and Dragons is our first kind of session. We are kind of diving into it. The first bit of audio kind of got messed up and it's missing, but you're not missing too much before we really get into things. Um, Another thing to note is we've split this episode into two parts just because Dom has been moving and we're just waiting for us to get everything lined up again to get things rolling. It's might take a few more weeks i don't know but we are working on things i'm working hard on things i'm doing a lot of this alone so it if i mess up here and there it's definitely on me but it's because i'm trying my best to build this now that being said don't forget to go and support us on ko-fi it absolutely means a lot all that money will definitely help the podcast out like i said i am trying to grow this thing so you know actually getting some income in means i might get a little more time to be here and work on things and make sure i'm getting things uploaded games done shit like that i'm messing around with an idea in my head that maybe i'm going to change the game chats into like uh my two weeks with kind of thing where I pick one game and I will play only that game for two weeks and after that I will do my kind of how I felt about it and shit like that. And if I beat the game before then, hey, I beat it before then, I can grind out some shit on it. If there's anything, if I can platinum it, let's go for it, you know? So I think that would be something fun to look at. Again, a lot of things are up in the air and still in development here. Um, I want to try to build this to be, you know... uh, a lot nicer for you guys offer you guys a little more and try to you know let you guys pick what we're doing sometimes so aside from the ko-fi i plan on launching a patreon sometime in the future as well once i get a little better at this whole music development thing because i want to develop some gothic music for double dates and dragons here so i'm gonna shut the fuck up in a minute and start the episode Don't forget to go like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. That really helps. And if you have any questions or comments, just uh, send us an email. All right. So you said uh, dreams. Well, hopefully nothing nothing too terrible, I hope. He says as he takes a swig of his own coffee. No, not too terrible. It's just, just kept me up, kept waking up. What about you, other big man? I have a roof over my head. No one trying to kill me. I slept very well. Hey, well, I guess that would be a a plus, a victory in the uh, in the short run, I guess. So, what's next for you lot then? I mean, I'm sure, you're probably going to be looking for work at some point. I would, uh, I would assume. You know, also had dream I think, I think. I think think I could find us rich ground. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I don't typically dream too much. Though, if you have any suggestions of work, I could be interested. Actually, there is something I can think of that I could uh, potentially use a hand with. See, 
A shipment of my wine hasn't arrived yet, and I've been waiting a few weeks for it. I would be very grateful if you would go and check and see if it's still on its way, or maybe they got, I don't know, overtaken by some bandit troop on the road. Just, if you manage to find it, bring back whatever you can, and I'll give you each 50 gold for the job. What is this wine worth to you? I mean, I kind of need it in order to keep the bar full, so worth a bit. Make it 70 and you have yourself a deal. I can't speak for them, but I can speak for myself. Other big man, I have an idea. What if he gives us a bottle and me and you try to craft some? Bottle and the 50 gold. Yes, then we can make our own and be even richer. I'm not opposed to counter offers. 50 now, and 50 on on completion. And breakfast. Each. And breakfast. And coffee. And coffee. <laughs> well, of course, coffee is part of breakfast. Just making sure. I think you've got yourself a deal, little man. All right. The uh, shipment should have been heading eastward of here. My inkling would be to head out that way. Is there any hazards we should be aware of? None that would, uh, none that you would already have probably assumed, other than the beast and, you know, other bandit troops that might be about. Well, it sounds good. I guess we'll take our gold and, uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else to do, but, uh, we should head there. I want my food. Any... Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. of course. Breakfast, you must make sure to leave on a full stomach, so I will... Have my wife in the back prepare your breakfast. I shall fetch your gold for you. And, uh, Irma, prepare breakfast. And you hear some muttering in the background. And he says, I'll be right back. And he leaves, and a few minutes later, he comes back and hands you each a pouch of 50 gold. So you can add that to, uh, your currency tab and your character sheet. And then just let me know when everybody's got their gold marked down. I'm good. Yep. All right. Once you have received your gold, your breakfast has been had, coffee has been made um, to your specifications, and you are set to go. You proceed out of the tavern, and it's interesting. It's a very foggy day. Like, there's a there's a very thick mist in all around town, which is strange, because um, the forested area around town here isn't like a regular forest. It's a lot drier. It's a lot like the trees look like they're pretty much on death's door. They, uh, it definitely looks like the area has seen better days. Um, so with the amount of mist and fog in the area, it's off-putting. Definitely doesn't seem, for lack of a better term, natural. So guys, he said we needed to head east, I think. Is there anything else uh, to do? Well... Does anybody have a compass? Because <laughs> I definitely do not have a compass. Mm-mm. Nope. Nah, fuck it. Roll the dice. That away we go. <laughs> See, I think there I mean, be like, we, we should almost naturally know what weighs north, east, west, and south because we've been living here. So based on sunsets and rises, we should easily be able to almost determine, hey, this should be east. Yeah, yeah, and there. you would you would know 
like if you you guys have been here for a little while, you've seen certain like you've seen some shipments come and go before. You have a general idea in which direction um supplies normally come to a, come in and out of in and out of town. So you would be able to gather where you're supposed to go. Does anyone need any supplies? No supplies. One second. As I tell the group one second, I take my weapons off of me and place them on the ground, and then I kneel to my weapons and bow to them before proceeding on to the job. Master Teach must do what Master Teach. And then I put my weapons back on and I get up, ready. Well, are we good to go? How about other big men? Uh, yeah, no. I don't have none of that monk shit. Um, that was pretty badass, though. You know, if uh, you want to bless mine, too, I wouldn't mind. You can do yourself. Place weapon on ground. Kneel. Bow. Pay respect. Yeah, on second thought, I think I'll just keep her in my hand. I uh, don't like my ass to get covered in dirt. I'm going to take my axe out. I'm going to set it on the ground. I'm going to kneel and bow. And then when I stand up, I'm going to say, for Kirtleneck. And then I'm going to put it away. Anything else you guys want to do before we head out? I think we're good to go. Alright. So, you guys begin to make your way east. And again, the mist and fog in the area is dense. It's not unbearable, but it is dense. Um, you guys make your way, and for a good half of the day, who's going to be taking the helm on this? Who's leading the group? Um, who has the uh, most uh, movement speed? I got 30. Yeah, I got 30 as well. Maybe it should be who has the highest perception. You think so? Well, because we're looking for something, right? We're trying to... Pre- well, that's true. What's around us. Yeah, I was just thinking uh, whoever is either at the front or the back should probably be the fastest, just in case uh, something goes down through the like clear distance, right? I have a perception of 13. Okay. I mean... I- My perception... Sorry? I could stand on one of you guys and see ahead. So, whoever you guys decide to be your designated party helm for for this leg of your journey, I'm going to get them to roll a perception check. Hey, Jen, what's your, uh, what's your perception? Sorry, I'm just trying to find it. This wisdom is 13, perceptions plus one. So it's the plus one we're talking about. Yeah, it's the yeah. plus one. Yeah. I'm plus three, Natasha's plus two. Oh, okay. Did you find it, Amber? Yeah, I'm, uh, plus two. Okay. So, uh, do we want me to take the helm, then, with my plus three? Sure. Yep. Make a perception check, everybody. Alright. Natural 20. Nice. Natural 20, okay. The only reason you didn't have disadvantage on this is because, the, like I said before, the mist is dense, but it's not un. Like it's not encroaching on you, so you can see you can still see quite a distance. And as you guys are walking along, you pick it up first. Your kobold ears pick up, and you hear what sounds to be a horse and carriage. Maybe you hear the. I don't have the coconuts. Sorry. 
But yeah, you hear it. It's a little ways off in the distance, in the distance um, right now, and it's moving towards you guys. Guys, I think I hear something ahead. I'm not sure if it's a horse, but something's coming this way. It's not heavy. Is there more than one? I really can't tell. Hmm. Well, dear leader, what is your uh, course of action? Do you think we should prepare? I just think we should proceed with caution. Who knows what's up ahead? Um, can I draw my axe? Just keep it in hand. You can totally do that. Alright. Actually, I want to draw my javelin instead. Okay. I pick up a stone from the ground and I start filing my nails with them. (laughs) Okay. So, the trotting gets closer and closer closer. As it gets closer, you can begin to see two horses pulling what looks to be a covered wagon. Um, very old west style covered wagon too, like the the big cover on it. And what looks to be a female figure driving the two horses. And this wagon looks very, very different from anything you guys have seen before. Like, you guys have seen the occasional gypsy come through here. This is remarkably flamboyant and there's decorations all over the place. The The covering itself looks like it's just brimming with life and flowers and and all sorts of garnish all over the place. And the woman herself is dressed elegant for a gypsy, <laughs> if I could put it like that. Um, her attire is all simple leathers and there's a lot of greenery and embroidery and her hair's all over the place it's all a matted mess um and she just continues to drive let's keep going guys there's no point in bothering her excuse me (laughs) ma'am i have to ask where did you get these fine paints I've never seen anything so colorful in my life. Uh, she pulls back on the reins. The horses come to a stop, and she looks down at you, and she says, Why, I'm a traveler, of course. I get my my oddities from all over the place, my dear. I must say, you are rather large. I think I've only seen a handful of your kind before. Believe me, I'm more than I am for. Must be big hands. He goes, and two in the same place. Oh, it must be my lucky day. There are my big men, not yours. And you meet you, you pop out from behind Urak's head, and she goes, Oh, my, my, you could have scared me there, little one. So, uh, what goods or services, and like throw her a wink, do you offer? Well, I guess that depends on what you're asking. What are you looking for? Yay. Not interested. And I just start walking away. <laughs> <laughs> what is name? Anastasia, my dear. Anastasia. Nice to meet you. Yama. Yama. Bad omen, Yama. Bad omen. Yama, we have work. 
money for drink work? Yes. You see any wine? You came through in a carriage. We are looking for more. Uh, none that I can really think of off the top of my head. Unfortunately. As a matter of fact, we're looking for a carriage that hasn't come through here. And uh, you happen to um, gather precarious equipment, don't you? You uh, mind letting me have a look in the back of the wagon real quick? Oh my, my, this is rather forward of you, isn't it? I'm just going to sneak over and look. <laughs> okay, <laughs> make a stealth check. I'm going to say with advantage because you got Yama and Urak keeping her attention. 16 plus 3 is a 19. Okay, yeah, you uh, effortlessly sneak up behind, hop up into the back of the carriage, uh, make a perception check. 8 plus 3 is 11. Okay, 11, you see she's got all sorts of dyes and flowers, pots and, you know, the stuff that you would find she's either trying to pawn off and sell, plus whatever she has in the back there is mostly for her own living arrangements as well. You don't see any casks of wine. Nothing that you've been told to look for. So I'm just gonna jump off the back and make it known that I just looked in and go Guys! Nothing in here. Let's go. Work. Sorry. Be careful. Bandits. She says, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. I appreciate uh, your... I appreciate you looking out for me. And with that, she hits the reins and the horses begin to drive off once more. Can I, uh, uh, as she drives away, can I carve a little marking in the back of her wagon with my, uh, with my javelin? Just, just to mark it in case we see it again. Make a dexterity check. Right. With disadvantage. With disadvantage. So roll twice and take the lower of the two. Yeah. Uh, so 13 was my lowest. 13 was your lowest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult. But you manage to uh, just give it a nice little scrape. That's the best you can really pull off with that check there. Not enough for her to to notice that you scratched a mark onto her wagon, but enough that you think you'd be able to pick it out if you saw it. Okay, cool. So you guys continue walking. And you continue walking. Salem, can I get you to make another perception check for me, please? Yep. I'm assuming you're still leading the party at this point. Yeah, 14 plus 317. Okay. You guys have been walking for what feels like an hour and a half. And you don't feel like you're getting anywhere. Hey, can one of you Goliaths throw me up so I can see out ahead to see if we can see anything? I want you both... I grab him and throw him. <laughs> in there as hard as you can and catch me make zero game. hesitation Yama, Yama just grabs him here. and throws him straight in the he, air he, the cobalt says hey can one of you <laughs> natural 20 <laughs> amazing um yeah so Salem you're like hey can one of you throw me <laughs> and you are flung uh you think you're about 10 feet in the air 
and you do not come above the mist. You come back down. Uh, Yama, I'm going to get you to make a dexterity saving, saving throw. Okay. Can I, uh, can I hit him for advantage? You can. Yeah. So with Rurak's help, help, you get advantage. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah, between the two of you, he's a tiny little kobold, and you guys have arms the size of tree trunks. You manage to <laughs> catch him, and yeah, you did not see above the mist there, uh, there, Salem. I couldn't get high enough, guys. It's still all misty around. I wonder, can anybody sense magic? I can I sense mist. I actually mist. don't even know how to check if I can. Uh, you could try an arcana check. However, I'm going to say if you're trying to actually detect magic, there is a spell for that called Detect Magic. <laughs> I don't think any of us have that, though. I don't. I can create bonfires, but not Detect Magic. <laughs> um, Elara and Jin, can I get you guys to make me perception checks, please, while they're having this conversation? I got a six. Seven and six. All right. Good to know. Thank you. I have a plus five in Arcana. I guess I'll try an Arcana check. All right. Artificers are all kind of magically inept to themselves anyway, so... Or magically capable, not inept. Fourteen plus my fives and nineteen. Okay. Um, You do not get any magical sense from the mist. I don't sense anything magical around either, guys. Should we press forward, or should we just create a bonfire and wait for the smiths to die down? Um, I mean, I don't think we need a short rest or anything yet. I would, uh, I'd be up to just continuing to trek forward for now. Right, whether we wait or not. In due time, the mist should die. Might as well make ground while we can. Yeah, let's, let's keep going. I agree. Um... If one of you guys mind carrying me while I cast a ritual, just as... I put him on my shoulders. <laughs> just zero hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Salem, you say, can somebody put me on my... On, can one of you guys put me on your shoulders? And Yama just... Whoop, and you are now on Yama's shoulders. And I'm just going to cast myself an Unseen Servant while I'm on Yama's shoulders. Okay. Uh, you walk for the, I think it's ten minutes to cast? Yeah, sure. I, I don't care how long it takes to cast. I, I'm on Yama's <laughs> shoulders, I'm casting my servant. So you, uh, cast Unseen Servant, and you now have a little Unseen Servant. And I'm... His name is Jeff. ...to walk as far, kind of, we're heading east, so mm -hmm. I'm going to tell him to go northeast... For 25 minutes, and then I'm going to tell him to go pretty much back to me. Okay. Just to kind of broaden our search. Um, and as the Unseen Servant goes into the mist, you can actually kind of see the outline of the Unseen Servant. And it looks like a uh, regular human guy. He just walks off and about... 45 minutes-ish later, he comes back. You guys keep walking. 
Uh, I don't know if he can speak. He may not be able to speak, but he should be able to do commands. And if he came back, that means he wasn't attacked. Well, I mean, you can see his outline, so if you ask him a question, he can probably gesture to you. Well, he's also invisible, so... Yeah, but I'm saying the mist can out... The mist outlines him, so... So yeah, it just walked back to me then. Nothing really to say. I just come back and start following. You guys now have a little unseen servant following you. For about another 15 minutes. Can I get everybody to make me a perception check, please? You got a four. I got a four. <laughs> 17. Okay. 22. Okay. 16 plus. Uh, I got 17. Okay. I got three. <laughs> <laughs> She's just staring at her feet. Okay. <laughs> the boys, you guys, as you're walking around, you still feel like you're getting nowhere, but you've noticed something. Before, you were in a seemingly dead forest. The leaves were brown and dead. The bark was all falling apart. And the dirt itself was all dried and a very lightish brown color. But as you look off the path, everything is a lush green. The dirt looks healthy and dark brown. The trees, the bark is practically brimming with life, and the leaves on the trees are a very healthy green. And it's also gotten very, very, very dark. Like practically night kind of dark. This is not how morning works. So there's no sunlight out? You look up and you can just barely get a hint of sunlight through the cloud cover. It's not direct at all. You're having a hard time seeing him. If you guys had regular checks on the mist before, they are definitely at disadvantage now. Like, I got sunlight sensitivity, so I gotta be careful when I'm... Because in the mist, we were still fine because it's not really sunny, right? We we can't see a yeah. mist. It's blocking up the light. Yeah. My uh, my character is draped in a cloak. If you want, you can chill in my hood. I'm fine for now. But yeah, yeah. you guys are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> be careful. The hills are silent. Do they have eyes? I was so gonna say that. <laughs> I think we're just gonna keep proceeding forward. Like, there's no point in just stopping and hanging out to admire the grass. And okay. uh, my character just gets super frustrated. Like this whole time, he feels like somebody's just been fucking with our group. Right? Like it's just yeah. like in a natural amount of mist. Right, our scenery starting to change. We feel like we've gotten nowhere. We've only seen one person on a road that we've been in an area for long enough to mm-hmm. notice like how caravans work, but not long enough to make any money. So it's weird. We've only seen one. Can I do just like snap and just like point his his javelin in front of him and start, like, demanding that whoever's fucking with me come out now and face me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys watch as Urak has a full-on Like, from zero to a (laughs) hundred. Yeah. Like, it is full-on zero to a hundred in 2.3 seconds. He is freaking out. (laughs) Yeah. Look at him. Urak, calm down. Take a sip of this, and I'm gonna pull out my water skin. Don't. <laughs> oh, <we need> some. <laughs> Ulrak has no chill. 
It's all or nothing. Put that away. I'll put it away. (laughs) All right, you put it away. Before he does, I'm going to kind of just go grab his hand. Need water. Very thirsty. Take a drink. Make a constitution save. Oh, God. Constitution save. That's got a plus two on it. That's not too bad. Well, you're not drinking it. Keenan's drinking it. Alright, so, you you take a sip of this, uh, from his water skin, and immediately, you recall that he had mentioned he had stolen some booze the night before, and as soon as it hits your lips, you're like, oh no, I've made a mistake. (laughs) However, you do not suffer any form of drunkenness, you manage to get a little sip in. And then you pull it away, you're completely fine. This is strong water. Take strong water. I quickly grab it back from his hands, cap it, and then hide it. <laughs> so there was no reaction from my Frika, was there? Because like my dude's huge. He's got a massive. Oh yeah, he's voice. he's huge, and you it is dead silent. So there's nobody around us. All right. Now your companions, on the other hand, let's see what they think. I had no reaction because I dealt with them yelling already at the bar last night. So I'm just my reaction. <laughs> so there's just this like like long awkward silence, and I just kind of hang my head. I'm like, sorry guys, it is worth the shot. <laughs> it's okay. Anger sometimes work. Anger sometimes don't work. We got to smash anyway. Who are we smashing? People who make us angry. Typically, I smash people who make me happy, but <laughs> to each their own, big guy. I smash everyone. Sometimes take tongue. <laughs> I, I'm going to pick up a rock. I'm going to magical tinker on it. And I'm going to go, Ulrak, yell as loud as you can into this. Because I'm going to infuse it with words. Can I help? Yes, yes. I'm going to help with the yelling. So does that into this rock and it records it and then I'm going to be like Ulrich, throw this as far as you can oh oh! instead of throwing, can I pick it up and bat it with my like the side of my axe yes, get, like, you can wait, 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 wait how durable is it? oh, good point it's, it's a tiny rock yeah, yeah it's, oh. a, it's, a, it's a little rock but you can so totally I could, bat it I could potentially much. just smash it you could potentially disintegrate it um so what if what if instead of i bat it what if i like put it on the side of my axe and use it yeah you can do that still get the the points from the axe you need to just throw it far that's it because what's gonna happen is this is gonna repeat it and repeat it and just repeat it just this yell so oh that's rough I got a 10, but my strength is 6, so it's 16. Okay, yeah, you managed to huck this rock a good distance. Um, and you can just hear the... Ah! Ah! As it heads off into the distance. At least nothing will be attracted to us now. And then you uh, hear in the distance. You hear in the distance. That way, boys. Follow the howl. I draw my combo, and I start dashing towards the howl. I take my whip out. 
And I'll grab my gun and and out while I'm on Yama. Still have my javelin. Take out my crossbow. Okay. And we all just start blitzing for the sound of that horn. Wait, uh, right. does this mean that we get a, um, we'll have uh, like a stealth advantage on them? Oh no! Where are you being stealthy? Uh, well, kind of, because there's a stone that's tail. screaming as loud as it can, right? And you that would be running full tail. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Now, as you guys run, and you run, and you run, and you run, and you come up to a shack, you don't make a perception check. Not a two. I got a two, I see nothing. Fourteen. Twelve. I got eleven. Jin? I got a five. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Anyone who rolled above a ten, you do not see the source of the howling. However, you do see what looks to be a body, a rather large body, hanging from a tree not too far off from the main shack. Target practice? Uh, yes, a punching body. I remember them well. Is it moving? It is unmoving. Um, can I roll like a, like a medicine check on it? You're going up and inspecting it? Yeah. Okay. So it the back of the body is facing you right now. And as okay. you walk up to inspect it and you spin it around so that you can see who it is like who's hanging. Um it's you, Urek. It's me. I'm gonna dash up to it because I'm still dashing, I don't see shit. Or do I see the hanging body? You rolled a two, you don't. <laughs> Do I see where everybody else is going? At this point, though, yes. You would see that everybody's kind of wandering around this shack, um, and you see Urak inspecting a, a body. Uh, when I see him inspecting the body, I'm going to run up right to the body mm-hmm. and go, and smash it. <laughs> <laughs> Make an attack. Thirteen? Thirteen hits. It's an unmoving body. <laughs> That's, um, uh, okay. Seven? Seven? Urak, you watch as Yama caves in your dead face. Yama, what the fuck, man? What? That's me. Like, that's, no, that's me. You are right here. That How did you know? Pinata. How did you know that that wouldn't hurt me in you doing that? What if that was like a voodoo doll, huh? Obviously not. It is dead. Yeah, but you took a risk, Are you dead? I might be. Apparently I'm standing in front of myself. Was it your head that got smashed? Technically, yeah. I could be having an outer body experience. How do I even know you can hear me? Hmm? Explain that. I'm gonna kick him in the shin. (laughs) (laughs) Make an attack roll! What's your AC? You motherfucker. (laughs) That would be... 19? Bruh. What's your AC, Urak? <laughs> My AC? What's that? Uh, your armor class, so that should be on the first page. Uh, 10. Oh, yeah, he hits you. Yeah. Are you trying to do damage, or are you just trying to kick him? I'm just trying to kick him so he realizes he's not having an out-of-body experience. Okay, yeah, you feel, uh, Yama, who, surprisingly enough, manages to kick you in the shoulder. And, like, it doesn't cause any damage, but you definitely get jostled by it a little bit. Fair enough. 
See? Alive. I just stand there awkwardly like, yeah, yeah, is that a lie? I'm going to jump off of Yama and perform another Arcana check on this dead body. Go for it. Does nobody do I know, what, it's do I know he's doing an Arcana check? Make an intelligence check. Hello. Does nope. nobody else think one. it's weird that somebody else was like that one. strong enough to hoist so, my ass? Guys, up into do you see there are a few other things that you can see in this area. The first thing you noticed was the hanging Goliath body from the tree. This, the other thing you notice is that there is a well nearby, and the shack's door is part, partly ajar, and there looks to be blood coming from the doorway. Can I just like immediately? Dry, dry can I just immediately seal the well and be like, "No, Samara, Yamate." <laughs> uh, you look for the lid to seal the well, and there is no lid to seal the well. Oh, fuck it. But when you look down into the well, you notice a small body floating in the water. Uh, can I, can I put the Goliath body the over the well to plug it? Uh, it's. It's, it's a so rather small so well. well, like you you might be able to fit a bucket down there. Um, you might be able well, to fit your kobold friend down there. Yeah, I was ready right to say, I look at Salem and ask him if he can swim. I got no rope. There is a rope. Yeah, so I tie the rope to him and I fucking okay. yeet him down that well <laughs> while holding the other side of the rope. Yeah. I'm so uh Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can make an acrobat. We can contest this. It's athletics versus acrobatics. Yeah, I'm game. Let's give it a try. Right. This is fun. <laughs> so, which which one am I? Athletics? You are athletics. Okay. Yep. 12. I rolled a 14 without my acrobatics on top. Okay, yeah. So, uh,. As you're With trying to get away, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and you get tossed into the well. <laughs> you hit the water and you immediately start to freak out. And then you're just kind of like, wait, he's got me. I don't feel like I'm drowning. Everything's fine. Cool. I'm wet. I'm unhappy. Great. <laughs> he just hears like a distant echo. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to assume the small body down there is a cobalt as well. And I'm just going to grab a hold of it and yell up, Okay, I fucking got myself, now pull me up! <laughs> I'm assuming, Urak, you're going to pull him up? Oh yeah, right away. Like, as fast as possible. Yeah. Easy, easy enough, you're huge. <laughs> you're pretty sure if you try to pull him up any faster, the rope might just snap from the friction. Um, but nevertheless, you get him up, Pull him out, and you pull out not one kobold out of the well, but two! As, uh, yeah, you find a very bloated, drowned kobold that looks exactly like Salem. I pick it up, I throw it in the air, and I smash it with my combo. Make an attack. <laughs> well, doing this, Fuck. can I look? 17. Was that 17? Yeah. Yeah, like a baseball. Just, <clears throat> you watch as water, blood, and guts go everywhere. Um, Salem, you are covered in your own intestines. 
I am now extremely fucking pissed off too, and I'm on the hunt for Yama's body. <laughs> The only thing I'm doing is I'm looking around, I'm hunting for his body. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Ladies, what are you doing while all this happens? Probably something smart. Thinking about going into the cabin to investigate, but I also just want to get as far away from here as possible. Um, So I think I'm just going to... Investigate the front door. Alright, you can investigate the front door. Make an investigation check for me. Six. Six. Okay. Um, you see bits and bits of dried blood here and there. Um, it looks like there was a skirmish here. It was a, quite a while ago. Um, judging by how long the blood has been there. Like, it's coagulated, it's dried, it's you feel like you could take one of your claws and just and stri- scrape off a piece of it if you really wanted to. Um, the other thing you can see is fur. The same color fur as what you have. Yeah, so I'm just going to nope the fuck out of there and close. <laughs> uh, Jen? Uh, I'm just looking around to see if my body's anywhere around. Uh, make a perception check. You could always check the shack. So did Yama see, um, her, like, find her own fur? Uh, Alara found found what she's assuming is her own fur. Yeah, did, did Yama see that? Yama did not see that. So we no, okay, he's good. been to walk out, like, right away. He's been too busy caving in your skull and disintegrating the, what's the, the bloated remains of the kobold. Yeah, I was, I was going to suggest that I restrain him from doing any further damage. <laughs> what is not us, we can have fun. Jin, what are you up to? Um, I got a 14 for perception check. Uh, per se- so, yeah, you, are you gonna go inside the shack? Sure, why not? Okay, you walk inside the shack, and it is kind of dark in here, due to the disappearance of the sun. Um, but as you walk inside, you see two bodies that look like they've been in a fight. One is a female that is just covered in scratch marks, claw marks, and what looked to be um, puncture wounds you would assume to be from some form of arrow or such. The other looks exactly like uh, your tabaxi friend who is just peppered with crossbow bolts. The other one you can safely assume is your own body. Um... I scream and run out. <laughs> now you, now the boys are definitely alerted. Uh, so I, I hear I'm her scream and immediately run to the house. Okay. So the two um, Goliaths are about fighting to get into the shack right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the doorway is definitely not big enough to fit both of you. Uh, but Salem, I'm gonna get you to make a perception check for me. Yep. Is he still on one of us? No. 
No, he had hopped off. I hopped off to do a right. check before you threw me in my fucking well. Oh, right, right. 19. A little ways off, you see a pile of wood. And on the chopping block, you see a torso. Just the torso. It's a very, very large, very, very meaty torso. I don't even care. I'm just going to walk up and cast Shocking Grass. It's a cantrip. Yep. About ten feet away, you see an arm. I, I'm obliterating this body. <laughs> Can I see him doing this? I don't know. How uh, how focused are you on the screens of your female compatriots? And getting in that door. Well... Like, can I notice him casting Shocking Grasp? From where the location of the chopping block is, and if you're at the doorway with Urak, no. You can't see him. Okay, I'm just gonna focus on getting in and seeing what made them scream. Yep. Or... And I mean, you guys can see, like, you're, you guys are big guys. You can't both fit through the doorway at the same time, but you can see in there. So, like, you can see that she ran the fuck out and you guys are in like you guys are now looking in and you can see the bodies of Alara and Jin that looks like they had fought each other to the death and no one won. I uh, I think I figured it out. That that's that's what I announced. Um I think that uh this fog is meant to drive um to drive us mad and uh this whole setup is a ruse. Um I think it's, or at least whoever's behind it, this super unnatural fog, and everybody I think at this point still thinks I'm a little bit crazy, because I was screaming about us being watched like 10 minutes ago. Um, but uh, I like announced that I think that there is actually somebody behind this fog, and that it's meant to drive us against each other. And then I look Yama, like in the eyes, look into his soul, and was like, Yama, don't smash. Don't smash. Saying that, I'm grasp. What if body? What if I find me? Can I smash me? You're still muted there, uh, Joey. So, as Dom, as uh, Ulrak said that, I'm shocking grasp that torso I found. Yeah, it very much looks like Yama's torso, and nothing happened. You shock it. Okay. Well, didn't move. And yeah, ten feet away, you see an arm. If you follow that, you'd probably find the other arm and then a leg. Like somewhere, Yama's head would be found. I think I'm just gonna pick up the arm and then uh, head back. Okay, you pick up the arm. It is very large. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk right up to Yama and just like full on like baseball swing this right at him. <laughs> okay, make an attack. It's an improvised weapon, so you're not proficient. You are not proficient in arm. I'm not even trying to do a damage. <laughs> do I notice this? Oh yeah. I noticed this. Oh yeah. Your your passive perception is high enough. Okay, I, I'm he's kind not of just being looking down at him, walking up with my arm. Yeah, he's got your arm, and he's about to try to hit you with it. To so roll an attack, it's a straight roll. Um, d20. Yep. Thirteen. What's your AC? You miss him. <laughs> Okay. As the arm goes by me, I high-five it. <laughs> Not every day um, you have to high-five yourself. 
can I uh can I inspect the cabin instead of the bodies, right? Because like you said, it already looked like they had fought each other to the death. Can I see if there's like a basement or anything that stands out inside the cabin? Uh, make an investigation check. Uh, let's see, eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, you do not find any trapdoors. You give this place a pretty good comb over, and it doesn't seem to, uh, seems pretty empty in here. Yama, maybe we should follow the trail of you. Yes. I want to see dead Yama. And then... Should be funny. Someone think me dead. I I climb up Yama again, and I start pointing him in the direction of where the body and everything is. Yeah. I jog. You jog, and it takes you about a minute and a half before you find the head of Yama. I jump off. I rush to it. (laughs) I rush to it, and I pick it up. I put my hand inside of it, and then start manipulating the mandible, going, Ha ha! Me dead, Yama. (laughs) Ha ha! Jesus. Yeah. You are watching Yama... Talk to himself and manipulating his own dead head. Hey, Yama, can I have that as punching bag? Grab torso, make better. But, 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 your face make better. But dead Yama is up here and I hold it way above him. <laughs> I'm gonna perch on top of his head and try jumping to grab it. Uh, make an acrobatics check. Oof. Ten. Ten? Make a dexterity saving throw. Twenty-two. Okay, so you managed to botch the launch, but you recover okay. So I completely missed the head, but I still land right back on Yama's head, and then I sit there and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna turn the head and kiss him on the cheek with it. <laughs> I'm gonna slap him. Okay, yeah, no, that I'm not even gonna make you roll for it. He put it right in your swing range. Like, yeah, you just. Next time I'll shoot it off. Hand or head? Both. You need a lot of bullets. I got one really big one. You guys make your way back, I'm assuming. Yeah. And, uh... I'm talking to dead Yama the whole time. Of course you are. And I'm just shaking my head with my pistol out. Uh, Urak, Jin, and Alara, you see Yama and Salem return, and Yama is having a full-on conversation with his dead, severed head. Nope, and I turn my back to it. Okay. <laughs> hey, Ulrak, look, it's Yama Jr. I'm burst out Yama laughing. Two. Like, ha, ha, Yama Two. Like, to the point where I'm in tears, laughing so hard, and then remember <laughs> that Jen is right beside me, and I try to, like, regain my shit so she doesn't think I'm a monster. <laughs> I roll my eyes and turn away. All right. Sorry, got ahead of self. Um, so has anybody seen anything that sticks out 
anybody, like, I mean, aside from our own dead bodies everywhere. I was going to say ourselves, but other than that, I haven't sensed anything. You guys can continue on past the shack, back on the dirt rope. I'm going to attach my own head to my belt so I can carry it with me. You are going full God of War with your mirror on this, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going to jump um, and then head into the shack where the other two bodies are. Okay. And I'm going to cut off the tail of the tabaxi that's in there. Okay, you cut the tail off. That's easy. going to put it in my belt. Thanks. At <laughs> my wife and be like, just so I always have a piece of you with me. Am I able to improve the armor of my character by pulling the ribs out of my own body and attaching them to my cloak? Not like the body I'm in, but the one in the tree. If I was a um, probably. Because, like, I'm a pretty strong guy. I could just walk up, tear them out, and then just you while could. we're walking, I I'm gonna say, them. I'm going to say you could do it for aesthetic purposes, but for functionality, probably not. Hmm... I could probably permanently affix them later where it could add something. It is possible. Uh, then, yeah, I'm definitely pulling the ribs out of my out of my hanging body. Yeah, it takes you a few minutes, but if you're not being picky, it just, you just... I mean, I could use my axe. I just hold it, cut them a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, so I knock them out nice and clean. I'm going to run Sweet. back in the shack and see if there's any items or anything like that that I can collect. Um, everything in here is old and weathered, and it doesn't seem like there's anything. Even the arrows and crossbow bolts, like, you go to pick them up, and they snap at the touch. Like, it, nothing in here seems usable. Like, it's battle-ready or worth really taking well it looks like there's nothing here guys what should we do I say get the hell out of here <laughs> agreed might as well leave nothing else but shack yeah this was really strange I, uh, I definitely felt like we were going to encounter something you hear off in the distance heading away from you. That way. Did we follow them? Sure, let's go. Alright. Redraw my javelin and off we go. A short while later, you, probably about another 15-20 minute walk, you approach what looks to be a village. The lights are dark, and you don't really see much life here. It, It basically looks like a ghost town. The best way to describe it. Google pieces say we find a hanging yamen in the saloon. Haha, ha, I say two gold pieces say we find hanging yama on yama. <laughs> you guys enter the village. Um, yama as... three? <laughs> you guys enter the village and as you're making your way through the main thoroughfare, what would be the main thoroughfare of the town? Um, make a perception check, guys. All of you. Oof, I got a one. 
Fifteen. I got a thirteen. I got a six. Oh, man. Um, Urak, Alara, and Yama. You all see what looks to be two children. One is a short, tubby little boy. Probably doesn't look to be much older than four or five. The other is a taller girl. A little bit scrawny, a little lankier than uh, than the other boy. And she probably looks to be like eight or nine. And they're both kind of looking around the corner of one of the buildings. And as soon as they see you looking at them, they kind of... <gasps> And duck behind the building. I uh, I yell out, Hansel, Gretel, is there any adults around here, or just you two? There's no response. I take out Yama too. Come on, kids. It's all right. Since I don't think uh, Salem noticed, I let him know what I saw. That's some real children of the corn vibes. Do we uh? Do we know, like, modern pop culture stuff? You guys are inventing it at the moment. Alright, sounds good. Onward. Throw as many crazy references as you, in as you want. Like, we're, we're paying homage to things we love, so it's all good. Okay. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, Session Zero was an homage to pretty much, like, the entire world history session section of last Session Zero was pretty much just showing you how much of an homage to all of my inspiration, everything that I've taken inspiration from over the years of like my gaming career and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, go nuts. All right. Um, so I guess I nudged Jin and asked her if she saw those two kids around the corner there. Kids? What kids? I didn't see anything. Go check it out. All right, I'm gonna go investigate, I guess. And I follow close behind. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to poke my head around the corner and go, here's Yama. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you guys walk around the corner of the building, and you can see both of them are standing there. The The little boy is whimpering and look and just absolutely sobbing. Um, and the older girl is just kind of, holding on to him and patting him and consoling him. And as you guys round the corner, uh, she looks up and she's just kind of like, <gasps> and but they don't move. I approach the kids, but still keep my distance and ask them what was wrong. The, uh, the little pipes up and she says, there, um, there, there's a monster in our house. Which house do you Tell me? In? She points down the road, and you can see the buildings around here are not super large by any means. Um, but the house that she points to down the way is quite large. It's three stories, um, and it looks to be well-made, well-crafted, and it definitely stands out. I wonder if this is that place I read about, Yarnum. She just kind of cocks her head to one side, not really getting what you're... I'm going to make my way to the house that they pointed at. Where the... Yeah, and they they fought, like they follow you. And uh, 
you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was just gonna say, uh, can I like pat Yama on the chest and be like, race you, and then pick up my other three teammates and just immediately start running for the house. Um, I'm gonna say, if you're picking up all three, yeah. Well, Salem is on Yama. Or did he oh, okay. hop down? Well- I'm pretty sure I, I'm still... I would have hopped down to walk towards the door. Okay. So, yeah, Salem is on the ground, so he's easy enough to pick up. However, I have to ask the question, how much do the do the girls weigh? <laughs> For this specific circumstance, it's important. I'm not being a dick. <laughs> 95 pounds. 95 pounds. <laughs> okay, you might... Oh, that's easy. Judging from my my feats in the bar, that's easy. I'm gonna fight. Oh. (laughs) Oh, she's that kind of cat. Just the way I like him. How do I see how much I weigh? Uh, Just give me a number. How much do you weigh? There is no real stat for that. Like, just how much do you weigh? Especially since Changeling. Yeah, we don't know that though. They're yeah, but changelings are normally lighter. Okay, human. I know, but a hundred pounds. Okay, so you got one ninety five. So you got essentially the equivalent of one hundred and ninety five pounds that you're going to be picking up there, plus Salem, who being a kobold is probably like forty five pounds or something. Yeah, so two hundred pounds. Yeah, I mean, it's manageable. I'm going to say you're moving at half speed just because of all your gear as well oh, that sure. you're carrying. So you're moving at 15 feet, whereas Yama is can move his full 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew I was going to lose, but uh, our race is competitive by nature. So um, Yeah, and you watch as Yama just turns around and runs in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no! I got you now. Okay, no. So he's running backwards, facing you, but running in the direction that you guys are going. That's oh, okay. yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. And you watch as the Yama head, which, by the way, interesting point of order, is gone. Weird. Um, I'm currently holding Salem, aren't I? You are. Can I quickly take a look at his uh, at his belt? The cattail is gone. It's safe to assume my ribs are gone too. Fuck. Alright. I'm gonna poke Ulrak to just startle him to let me go. Can I just like full on fumble her? Like oh, desperately yeah. try to catch her, but like I eat shit while trying to catch her? Oh yeah. It is, you know what? For this, make me a performance check. Performance. Right. Yeah. Because you're intentionally trying to eat shit and make it look like you're trying to just, oh no, I dropped you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not good. That is, I think it's six. Yeah. Oh, it, you eat shit believably. However, the fumble is not believable whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) You full-on just, you want down? Fine. (laughs) 
and then you're like, oh, wait, no, I, I'm trying to catch you. <clears throat> and you get, you leave like a skid mark. Nice. With your well, face. Just, well, I, I'm going to quickly get up and just kick him and be like, don't be a dick wife. <laughs> can I tell how far he's going to skid along the ground? Um, can he like <laughs> kick me in the eye? And I'm just like, yeah, it is Aaron. <laughs> don't want me to kick you in the eye no. I got claws on my feet so oh yeah no well, well, I it would say not do that. you could get a rough estimate of just how far it is but you'd be guessing somewhere tender what are you so, doing? so since him falling has clearly marked me going to be able to win this race instead of actually winning I'm going to turn around and put my butt cheeks where his head's gonna wind up <laughs> Um, Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what kind of check I need to I, I think that would be performance, check. wouldn't it? No, no, because no, this looks for you, Urak, because I'm trying to oh. see. Wouldn't that be acrobatic? Because he's trying to get out of the way, I guess. Or constitution saving to Because um, I don't want somebody's ass in my face. So. No, because I'm... What was your perception check? Twelve. Twelve? Make me a strength check. Just strength? Yeah. Alright. Is it a saving throw, or just it's a just normal strength? Oh, that's not great. Uh, Seven and four. So, eleven. Eleven. You do not manage to stop yourself before your face meets ass cheeks. I win the <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess while his ass is on my face, fucking Salem boots me in the ribs. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh... <laughs> what is Jin doing while all this is happening? Yeah, what's Jin doing? Let's, let's hear from Jin. I'm watching uh, the shenanigans in disgust at what is going on. <laughs> of course you are. So, in front of you guys, as you make it to the gate before the house, you see an archway and a wrought iron gate with hinges on one side and a lock on the other, which fills the archway of a stone portico. Is it locked? You can cert- you can try to open it. I will try and open it. And as you do, the gate swings open and it's the rusty hinges shriek. And I just electively boot it off the hinges because it's annoying. <laughs> can I help him boot it off the hinges? Oh yeah, both <laughs> the Goliaths. Like I'm not even gonna make you roll for that. Like, like this, this gate, gate is, is so old that. Both Goliaths, as you're, like, you have to kind of duck out of the way here real quick just to avoid getting trampled on as both Goliaths just, boom, this is Sparta, this gate. I just pat him on the back, like, thanks. I can feel that in teeth. Felt bad about butt cheeks. (laughs) As you guys proceed through, you notice that the children don't go past the gate. Are they just standing there, like, staring at us, or...? They're, they are just kind of standing there. What can I see past the gate? Uh, you see the house. I'm gonna walk up and listen. I'm gonna put my ear to the door and see if I can hear anything inside. 
Make a perception check. Eighteen. Eighteen, you do not hear anything from the other side of the door. So I'm going to open it and walk in. Uh, yeah, you open the door. Easy enough. And it's a wide hall, runs the width of the house, with a black marble fireplace at one end and a sweeping red marble staircase at the other. Mounted on the wall above the fireplace is a longsword, with a windmill cameo worked into the hilt. The wood-paneled walls are ornately sculptured with images of vines, flowers, nymphs, and satyrs. Is it lit? Can I... So it's very, it's a very lovely-looking foyer in here. Is it bright? Can Is there light? Uh, there is no light, but there you do see what looks to be some oil lanterns um, that seem to have, like, they're full of oil. Can I just light them with my... Can I just light them? I think I have... Do you have a way to light them? I think I have a flint and steel. I'm just trying to check here. Inventory. You have a campfire starter. That's not what I want to use. I take out my torch. Seeing what he's trying to do, I just take out my torch and light it, because I have a torch. Do you have a way to light your torch? Yep, tinderbox. You have a tinderbox? Yep. It's just okay. say tinderbox. Then yeah. Uh, Yama lights a torch. And I'll pull mine out and light it. And I'll pull mine out. And then okay. first lantern. First lantern. Alright. And you guys can pick these lanterns up and carry them around with you as well. Like, they're not bolted to the walls or whatever. So can I, like quickly put out my torch and put it away so I don't, like, use it up. I'm going to say you can do that. Then I'll grab the lantern. Same. Okay. You light um, another lantern, put your, douse your torch. Am I still outside with the two kids? Uh, I was assuming you guys were all moving together, but if you want to be outside, you can. Is that okay? I just kind of stand yeah. there and, like, recognize that these kids aren't following us while they go inside? No. No? No, they don't move. You can't tell if they're frozen in fear or if they just refuse to move forward. Uh, can I talk to them? Yeah. Uh, I want to bend down, like get on both, like on my knees. So I'm kind of, I mean, I'm still fucking huge, but I'm kind of yep. close to their level. And uh, um, ask them if I look like somebody um, who would be beaten by these monsters. Um, The boy kind of tries to get behind his sister and she just kind of looks at you and goes, I don't know. We don't really see many people like you around here. And I say, that's what I thought. And I real quick grab them and pull them through the threshold of the gate. I just want to see the reaction. Your arms go right through them. Yeah, that's what I thought. I just give them a nod and walk inside. Wow, what an episode that was. And I'm going to say, I'm pretty excited for the next session we have and the next episode we bring you guys. I'm sorry about the audio quality. Both this episode and the next one are going to be relatively the same audio quality-wise. I am working on making sure that's a lot better. And, you know, just come follow us. Like, subscribe, get in touch with us, let us know what's going on. I deeply apologize for the radio silence next episode i'm going to address that whether i have a game chat or not again is kind of up in the air i've been working on things getting in touch with people it's just trying to line things up schedule wise um 
other than that, I have been playing things. I plan on buying Elden Ring, and me and Keaton possibly might be doing something with that. So that's also in the works. So that's pretty exciting. So, again, sorry for the radio silence, guys. I, I deeply apologize. That's on me. I have been really working on things. Um, teaching myself music is not easy. I was never really musically inclined, but I could, you know, keep rhythm and keep a beat. So that part of me I understand, and... I'm okay with that. Anyways, I'm going to let you guys go. Have a great one, and I will see you next week.